Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Amara. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. By the way, we're going to be praying. I'd like to quickly read the prayer points to us. We're going to be praying for the salvation of souls. We're going to be praying for the Church of Jesus Christ and the unstoppable spread of the gospel into every place of human habitation. Psalm 67 verse 2 says, Send us around the world with the news of your saving power and your eternal plan for all mankind. Mark 16, 15 to 16 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. We pray for the church of Jesus around the world, and every member is steadfast, zealous, and rightly positioned by the Holy Ghost as a soldier in the Lord's army. We declare the unstoppable spread of the gospel to the nations, cities, workplaces, homes, and every sphere of human contact. There is a rapid and continuous spread of, of the good news. We're going to be thanking God also for the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of angels as we propagate his gospel, this gospel. Thank God for the confirmation of his word with an outpouring of his spirit, miracles and miracles that follows. Hallelujah. The church is marching on, growing stronger and bigger, and the whole world belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are in charge now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us begin to pray at this time. Ya <laughs> 
in the name of the Lord Jesus, there's an unstoppable spread of the gospel into every place of human habitation, into every city, every nation, every city, every town, every territory, every workplace, every home. The news of your saving grace, O oh Lord, continues to be spread abroad. Even unto the ends of the earth. Father, we say thank you for your guidance and the ministry of angels. Hallelujah. The guidance of your spirit, O oh God, and the ministry of angels. We continually state the word, the gospel. Until the ends of the earth, Lika sufra kadele krondo kobo shakabaya, yeke banda kashata kabaya, yeke parada basata kabaya, parada basata kabaya, yeke rebo suto kubrondo krondo kobo siti kabaya, yela basata kabaya, mara kasata ya, and you confirm your word daily, kabasata kabaka siti kabaya la basata, by the power of your spirit, and miracles, masata kabaka shata kabaya. Yes, the church is marching on, growing stronger and stronger. Mariko sufra Yes, this is a rapid spread of the gospel. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. As they hear the gospel of salvation, many are turned to Christ. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome. To be inspired by the world global times of devotion 
with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'd like to say very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Marco for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayer. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Hallelujah. Right away, we are going to a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Realities segment. Over to you, yes, Sister Harriet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Debbie, for that powerful session of prayers. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. At this time, I want us to lift up our holy hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. Indeed, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Just worship him. Pour out your love to him. Appreciate God for his mercies, for his provision, for his protection, for his love so lavished on us. We give you praise, O oh God. Hallelujah. With my hands, with my voice, and everything within me, with my voice and my song, with every fiber of my being, with my hands, with my voice, and everything within me, with my voice. In my song, with every fiber of my being, I worship you, oh God, my encore, my everything. I worship you, oh God, my encore, my God, I worship you, I worship you, oh God, my encore. My everything, Father, I worship you, my God, my encore, my God, hallelujah, oh, lift up your hands and worship him. Worship him with your hands lifted high and with your voice, hallelujah. Hey, Father, we worship you in this place. We give you all the worship that is due your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. With my hands, with my hands. With my voice and everything within me, with my voice and my songs, with every fiber of my being. Oh, with my hands, with my voice, and everything within me, with my voice and my song, 
with every fiber of my being. I worship you, oh God, my encore, my everything. I worship you, oh God, my anchor, my God, I worship you, I worship you, oh God, you are my anchor. You're my everything, I worship you, oh God, my anchor, my God, shepherd of my soul, I worship you. I worship you. You're the shepherd of my soul. I worship you. I worship you're the shepherd of my soul, shepherd of my soul. Oh, we worship you. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Shepherd of our, shepherd of our souls. Oh, Father, we worship you from the depths of our hearts. Hallelujah, with the fruits of our lips. Shepherd of our I worship you, oh God, my Hallelujah. 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 Our uncle and our God. Our uncle and our God. Our uncle and our God. Hallelujah. We're going to go through the devotional article together. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Harriet. And thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah. What an amazing time of prayer and worship that we have had. You know, when we started and I said for us to pray for ourselves, that we stay strong till the end. I didn't realize that today's Rhapsody was also focused on that. It was yesterday I was listening to the benefits of prayer. And Pastor was saying a lot that prayer does for us. He said, if you are prayerful, you'll be stable. I hope you're all following the project and message a day. We have some messages on prayers. And then we have messages that will help you watch in the word. He said, if you're prayerful, 
you be stable. And it matters that you're stable. It matters that you stay in the faith till the rapture. Many things will happen to help you get out of the faith and fast. But you've got to be strong. You've got to end your hardship. You've got to end your hardness. You've got to end your offenses. You've got to endure whatever is thrown at you. Life itself is a test. Your faith will be tested. Your faithfulness will be tested. Your loyalty will be tested. Your commitment will be tested. I dare you to pass your test. Pass your test. Stay in the faith. Prevail in every circumstance. Today is Sunday, 10th April 2022. The title of today's devotional article is Cloud of Witnesses. <clears throat> Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience that race that is set before us. Hebrews 12 and verse 1. You know, um, going into the details of this verse, he said, lay aside every weight and the sin that doth is so easily beset us. <laughs> There's a lot in that verse. Lay aside every weight. Lay aside the sin that easily besets us. For some, it's a relationship that lures you doing to do wrong. For some, it's the place where you walk. It's built on lies and on fraud. Lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets you. That thing that makes it comfortable to do what is wrong. That relationship that lures you into evil again and again, though you are a child of God. Lay aside every ways and the sin that so easily besets you. That's Hebrews 12 and verse 1. All right, let's review the article together. It's important to know and understand the symbolic significance of clouds as revealed in scripture. Human beings are referred to as clouds in the same way they are referred to as trees. For example, Isaiah 61 verse 3 helps us to see the parallel between humans and trees. We are referred to as the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. A second, please. In another instance, the Bible says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the weavers of water. Psalm 1 and verse 3. Think about that. In the same way, we're also referred to as a cloud. When Jesus died on the cross and descended into hell, he brought the Old Testament saints who were waiting for him in the heavenlies out of Hades. They came out of their graves after his resurrection and some of them actually appeared to many in the holy city. Acts 1 verse 9 says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Observe that Luke, by the inspiration of the Spirit, tells us, a cloud received him out of their sight. Here, Luke wasn't talking about that visible mass of condensed water vapor floating in the atmosphere. He was referring to what we read in our opening verse. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hebrews 12, verse 1. This huge cloud crowd of witnesses to the life of faith are those that the Bible talked about in Hebrews 11. 
These are men and women who through their faith performed great feats for the kingdom of God. Hebrews 11, 32 to 33. These witnesses of faith subdued kingdoms and did supernatural things in their life. In their time, they ruled their world. They wrought righteousness, meaning when others conformed to error, they stood their grounds for the truth and prevailed. We sometimes refer to those, to these as those in the faith hall of fame. Indeed, they are a cloud of witnesses, of people, and everyone with his own glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have read Hebrews 11, you see all of these men mentioned there. They did amazing things. They did amazing things with their faith. They subdued kingdoms, they wrote righteousness, the mothers received their dead raised back to life. They wrote miracles in dynamic ways. And they're listed as those who prevailed with their faith for us as examples for us to study, to see to be inspired by and to put in our lives after. They said through patience, they endured. He then talked about the fact that they stood their ground in truth. We are in a phase where The truth is um, being twisted. There's a lot of deception in the world. And um, I don't need to dig too far to help you see that you saw that with COVID-19 from the year 2020. We've seen that with so much that has happened. You know, we saw how that standing for the truth on social media meant being labeled. And for many backlashed. We saw how that a lot of social media influencers were paid to spread the deception. It was easy to identify with the deception for many. But for those of us who have built our lives on the word, it's the truth or the truth. And it didn't matter if we were the only one who stood for it. You have to come to that stage in your life where what you stand for is not a matter of crowd. It's not a matter of how many of you believe it. It's not a matter of how many people stand by it. It's a matter of the fact that it stands, it is the truth according to God's word. And if it was just to you, you would stand. If it was just to you, you would stand. You know, many live their life in a space where um, they want validation. They want to know that someone is standing with them. They want to know that someone is happy with them, happy with their decisions. It doesn't matter, brothers and sisters. Stop looking for human validation to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Stop looking for human validations to realize God's purpose to fulfill divine realizations, to do the things that the Lord has asked you to do as documented in his word. The word of God is complete. God has said all that he needed to say in his word. And anything he's saying today is only a reiteration of what he has written. And that's why I was yesterday, I was saying that whatever God tells you as he guides you through life would always align with his word, his written word. So do not allow any false prophet come prophesy something to you, no matter the details surrounding the prophecy. Maybe they tell you about your past, they tell you about certain things you've done to convince you that they know you enough. 
and then you find a premise with which to believe for the prophecies. If it does not align with the written word, it is not of God. With due respect to the prophetic office, but God is the number one prophet. He's the one who died for us. He's the one to whom we owe our allegiance and our lives to. Our commitment, our first commitment is to God and we seek to please him above anyone else. So no matter how much we love somebody, no matter how much we want to be nice to someone or be in their good book, if it doesn't align with the word of God, it's a no. Stand for the truth. Find time to go through Hebrews chapter 11. Read it in the message translation. Read it in the TPT. Read it in the message in the Amplified Classic translation. You will see the things that those men of faith did. John the Baptist was asked to give up on the faith. He refused. He was thrown into a hot boiling oil, the oil, the kind of oil you use to fry your chicken. It was supposed to be fried as one. But he had so contemplated on the word of God so much, the oil felt like water. They had tried different things before then to destroy him, to kill him. It didn't work. After the incident, they're like, no, this man, forget him. And they threw him. They banned him, exiled him to a desert. It was in that place, the island of Patmos, that he got the revelation that we all read today in the Bible. I said that to say that depending on where you do life, where you walk, you might be tried, you might be tested, you might be persecuted. But like John, no weapon fashioned against you will prosper. Lord will keep you in the faith till his coming and you will fulfill your purpose without reproach. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed Pastor Oinye for the next segment of today's meeting. Ensure you are in church physically as much as possible. Praise God. Brother Martins will help round off today's um, meeting. All right. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from at the moment, we are going over to the Bible study segment of today's devotion, and we are starting with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Genesis. Hebrews chapter 11, 32 to 33 said, And what shall I more say? But the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Chapter and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Praise the Lord. We are going to take the confession together. Please do not unmute your mic. Just repeat after me. I'm a tree of righteousness planted by the Lord. I'm a water-carrying cloud expressing the righteousness of the Lord and communicating his salvation everywhere and to every man, praise the Lord. We are going to the um, New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are in the book of Luke chapter 12, from 13, or 22. Caption, don't worry. Just give me a moment. Jesus taught his disciples saying, listen to me, never let anxiety enter your hearts. Never let worry of any of your needs, such as food or clothing, for your life is definitely more than just the food you eat or the clothing you wear. 
take the carefree birds as your example. Do you ever see them worry? They neither grow their own food nor put it on in a storehouse for later. Yet God takes care of every one of them, feeding each of them out of the abundance of his love and goodness. Isn't your life more precious to God than a bed? Be carefree in the care of God. Does worry add anything to your life? Can it add one more year or even one day? So if worry adds nothing but actually subtracts from your life, why would you worry about God's care of you? Think about the lilies. They grow and become beautiful, not because they work hard or strive to clothe themselves, yet not even Solomon, wearing his kingly garments of splendor, could be compared to a field of lilies. If God can clothe the fields and meadows with grass and flowers, can he not clothe you as well? Oh, struggling one with so many doubts. 29. I repeat, do not let worry enter your life. Live above the anxious cares about your personal needs. People everywhere seem to worry about making a living, but your heavenly father knows your every need and will take care of you. As you passionately seek his kingdom above all else, he will supply your needs. So don't ever be afraid, dearest friends. Your loving father joyously gives you his kingdom with all his promises. Now go and sell what you have and give to those in need. You'll be making deposits in your account in heaven, an account that will never be taken from you. Your gifts will become a secure and unfailing treasure deposited in heaven forever. Where you deposit your treasure, that is where you fix your thoughts and your heart will long to be there also. Caption, be ready. Be prepared for action at a moment's notice. Be like servants anticipating their master's return from a wedding celebration. They are ready at a moment's notice to unlock and open the door for him. What a great joy. Sorry, I'm going to take that again. What great joy is ahead for those who stay awake and wait for their master's return. He himself will become their servant and wait on them. He may appear at midnight or even later. But what great joy for the awakened one whenever he comes. Of course, if they knew ahead of time the hour of their master's appearing, they will be alert. Sorry, I'm going to take that again. What great joy is ahead for those who stay awake and wait for their master's return? He himself will become their servant and wait on them. He may appear at midnight or even later. But what great joy for the awakened ones whenever he comes. Of course, if they knew ahead of time the hour of their master's appearing, they would be alert just as they would be ready if they knew ahead of time that a thief was coming to break into their house. So keep being alert and ready at all times. For I promise you that the Son of Man will surprise you and appear when you do not expect him. Caption, faith, the faithful servant. Lord, Peter asks, does this apply only to the 12 of us or is it for everyone else as well? The Lord replied, a master will delegate authority in his house to a trustworthy and thoughtful manager who understands his master's desire and the household manager will serve others what they need at exactly the right time. And whenever his master returns, he will find that his promised servant has served him well. I promise you the master will reward him generously and he will be placed as an overseer of everything he owns. But what if that servant says in his heart, my master delays his coming and who knows when he will return? But because of the delay, the servant elevates himself and mistreats those in his master's household. Instead of caring for the ones he was appointed to serve, he abuses the other servants, both men and women. He throws drunken party for his friends and gives himself over to every pleasure. Let me tell you what will happen to him. His master will suddenly return at a time that shocks him and he will remove the abusive selfish servant from his position of trust. The master will punish him and assign him a portion with the unbelievers. 
every servant who knows what pleases his master, yet does not make himself ready and refuses to put his master's will to action, will receive many punishing blows. Every servant who does not know his master's will and unwittingly does what is wrong, receive a less severe punishment. For those who are receive a greater revelation from their master are required a greater obedience. And those who have been entrusted with great responsibility will be made held more responsible to their master. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John to take the Old Testament. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Happy Sunday. Thank you so much, Sister Naka, for the opportunity. Um, thank you very much. Today, we read Judges chapter 9. It's good. Okay, so it's a very long chapter, so I'll try to read this passage. One day, Gideon's son, Abimelech, visited his uncle, his mother's brother, in Shechem. Go and talk to the leaders of Shechem, he requested, and ask them whether they want to be ruled by 70 kings. Gideon's seventy son, or by one man, namely your own flesh and blood. So his uncles went to the leaders of the city and proposed Abimelech's scheme. And they decided that since his mother was a native of their town, they would go along with it. They gave him money from the temple offerings of the idol Baal, which he used to hire some worthless workers who agreed to do whatever he told them. He took them to his father's home at Ophra, and there, upon one stone, they slaughtered all 70 of his husbands, except for the youngest, Jopha, who escaped and grew. There's a city made of Shechem, and Beth Nilo called the meeting under the oak beside the garrison at Shechem, and Abimelech was acclaimed in the vision. When Jopha heard about this, he stood at the top of Mount Gerizim and shouted across to the men of Shechem, If you want God's blessing, listen to me. Once upon a time, the Jews decided to elect him. First, they asked the olive tree, but he refused. Should I quit producing the olive oil and blesses God and man just to wave to and fro over the other trees that? Then he said to the fig tree, We'll be our king, but the fig tree also refused. Should I quit producing sweetness and fruit just to lift my head above all the other trees? He asked. Then they said to the grapevine, We went around. And the grapevine replied, Shall I quit producing the wine that cheers both God and man, also be mightier than all the other trees? Then the trees finally turned to the corn bush. You be our king, they explain. And the Congress replies, if you really want to come and humble yourself beneath your shape, if you refuse, let's fire flame. Let's fire flame forth from here and burn down the great cedars of Lebanon. Now make sure that you have done the right thing in making a thing like the king, that you have done right by giving all of his descendants. When my father fought for you, I risked his life and delivered you from the Midianites. Yet you have revolted against him and killed his 70 sons upon us. And now you have chosen his slave girl's son, Abimelech, to be your king just because he is your relative. If you are sure that you have done right by him and his descendants, then may you and Abimelech have a long, happy life together. But if you have not been fair to him, then may Abimelech destroy the citizens of him and get rid of and they did destroy Abimelech. Then Jotan escaped and lived in fear, fear of his brother Abimelech. Three years later, God stirred up trouble between King Abimelech and the city of Shechem. 
and they revolted. In the events that followed, both Abimelech and the cities of Shechem, who aided him in butchering Gideon's 70 sons, were given their just punishment for this month. For the men of Shechem set an ambush for Abimelech along the trail at the top of the mountain. While they were waiting for him to come along, they robbed everyone else who passed that way. Someone warned Abimelech about their plots. At that time, Gal, the son of Ibn, moved to Shechem with his brothers, and he became one of the leading cities. During the harvest feast of Shechem, that year, held in the temple of the local god, the wine flowed freely, and everyone began cursing Abimelech. Who is Abimelech? Gal shouted. Why should you be our king? Why should you be his servant? He and his friend, Zebul, should be our servants. Down with Abimelech. Make me your king while you swim. See what happens to Abimelech. I will tell Abimelech, get up and army and come on, come out, come on out and fight. But once when Zebu, the mayor of the city, heard what God said, he was foolish. Sent messengers to Abimelech Aruba, telling him, God, son of people, and his relatives have come to live in Shechem, and now they are arousing the city to rebellion against you. Come by night with an army and hide out in the fields. In the morning, as soon as it is daylight, storm the city. When he, when he and those who are with him come out against you, you can do with them as you wish. So Abimelech and his men marched through the night and split into four groups, stationing themselves around the city. The next morning, as girls sat at the city gate discussing various issues with the local leaders, Abimelech and his men began their march upon the city. When Gao saw them, he explained to Zebu, look around, doesn't it look like people coming down? No, Zebu said, you're just seeing shadows that look like them. No, look over there, Gao said, I'm sure I see people coming towards us. And look, there are others coming along the road past the oak of Neonemi. Then Zebu turned on him triumphantly. Now, where is that mark of yours? Who was it who said, Who is Abimelech? And why should you be a king? Then he taunted and cursed the right outside the city. Go on out and fight. So God led the men of Shechem into the battle and fought with Abimelech, but was defeated. And many of the men of Shechem were left wounded all the way to the city of Titibit. Abimelech was living at Aruman at this time. And Zebu drove God and his relatives out of Shechem and wouldn't let them live there anymore. Next day, the men of Shechem went out to battle with him. However, someone had told Abimelech about the plans and they had divided his men into three groups, hiding in the fields. And when the men of the city went out to attack, he and his men jumped off from their hiding places and began killing them. Abimelech stormed the city gates to keep the men of Shechem from getting back in, while his other two groups caught them down in the fields. The battle went on all day before Abimelech finally captured the city. Killed these people and leveled it to the ground. The people at the nearby town of Nigda saw what was happening and took refuge in the fort, in the fort next to the temple of Baal. When Abimelech learned of this, he led his horses to Mount Zalmon. Then he began chopping a bundle of firewood and placed it upon his shoulder. Do as I have done, he told his men. So each of them quickly caught a bundle and carried it back to the town where. Following Abimelech's example, the bundles were tied against the wall of the fort and set on fire. So all the people inside died, about a thousand men and women. Abimelech next attacked the city of Thebes and captured it. However, there was a fort inside the city, and the entire population fled into it. And he at the gates and climbed to the top of the roof to watch. <coughs> But as Abimelech was preparing to burn it, a woman on the roof threw down a millstone. It landed on Abimelech's head, crushing his Oh, Heal me, he the arm of death. Never let it be said that the woman killed Abimelech. So the young man pierced him with his sword and he died. The young man pierced him with his sword and he died. When his men saw that he was dead, they disbanded and returned to their homes. Thus, God punished both Abimelech and the men of Shechem for their sin of murdering Gideon's servants. So, the cause of Jacob, Gideon's son, 
into praise God. Now hand over to Stephen Martins. Happy Sunday, everyone. Have a good day, church. Thank you so much, Stephen. John, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Mr. Maka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of our meeting. And the affirmation is on the screen shortly. We'll start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches and the glory of Christ. The top paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. Praise God. So at this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics as we take our formation at the count of three. One, yes. two, three. I have a lot of knowledge and all at this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Holy Father, loving Father, there is no one like you. You're the beautiful Savior, the Lord of glory, there is none like you. Thank you. For the bread that we break is the body of Christ. And even as we break this bread, we remember what he did for us on that cross. We remember how he died. He was, beaten, he was beaten, bruised, and battered. He did all that for us. And Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will never be beaten, bruised, or battered. We will never be broken in life. Our lives are hidden Christ in God. We are protected from all evil. We are strengthened with minds by your spirits continually. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it.
Praise God. After the same manner, also he took the cup and he has supped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This is the year as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the lost death. So he come, tie kadu, lay and clothe frock look from the siege. Leila Leila Hakadu cross the front degli from the Sakraskishia. Niga bar do cross sash does case go from Nikras tashtas. Nagadorian toes kiss tashtas. A praglido cross kish regadilla grabadi. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant and the blood of Christ. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we take this cup, we are blood washed, we are sanctified, we are pure, we are holy. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for the cleansing power of the blood. As we take this cup, we are firm. That in Christ we live, move, and have our being. No sickness shall latch itself to our being. No pain can stay. No rashes, no, no disease, no infirmity can dwell in our being. And even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we put a stop to every infirmity, every machination of evil, and every pain stops now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the students, Damaka, for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. Okay. I would like to ask, is there anyone amongst us, today's your birthday, somebody celebrating your family, is someone who's special to you, want us to celebrate and pray for? Please kindly go to the chat room and indicate it right now. If you're joining us for the first time, today's the first time of you being on this platform with us. Please kindly go to the chat room, tell us your name, who invited you and where you're connected from. And please do that quickly, praise God. Please go to the chat room, we are waiting, birthdays. Okay, from RF Isabu. Today is my niece 20th birthday. Her name is Jasmine Alofoje. Happy birthday, Jasmine Alofoje. Wow, Sister Precious Maduque says today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Praise God. Happy birthday. And Brother John Okonye says, today is the birthday of my brother and friend, Brother Henry James. Happy birthday to Brother Henry James. And Omolola Samuel says, Friday was my friend's birthday. Her name is Hope. Happy birthday, Hope. Praise God. Any other birthday? Okay, Brian Emmanuel World says, today is my mom's birthday, Mrs. Esther Olufomelayo Olubushi. Mm. Praise God. Happy birthday to her. First case, you from Lunkros, Katoriget, Elegredi, Lali Kozik, Satosko, Radija, Lamandori, Gotrak, Lijuf, Reklegria, Hakade. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for all our celebrants whose birthdays today, whose birthday was on Friday. Lord, thank you. For yes, they are strengthened with minds by your spirit in their inner man. They are continually, continuously blessed in all that they do. Your grace is evident in their life. And yes, they go and march in favor with strength from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We also thank you, Lord, for Sister Love's niece, Ashraf, whose birthday is today. Great grace, wisdom, and knowledge all the days of our life by the power of the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for all our celebrants. Oh, they will grow in leaps and bound. Thank you, Lord. 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 
And if there be anyone amongst them who has a pain in the waist or in the knee, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that pain ceases today by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Father. We give you praise. Yes, thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to all our celebrants. Praise God. Hallelujah. And at this point, this comes to the end of today's devotional. Praise God. So at this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we share the grace in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of the most God. Have a good knowledge. Amen. 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 